follow from last time on Incredible Party. So the gold one in the in the the road here, you see like he's got like kind of a, he's a short bow he's got in his hands and he's got an arrow knocked, and he's just kind of looking at you and you know blinking with his big frog eyes as like the second eyelid kind of closes and opens. I'm just gonna wave at him. Hi. Uh, the gold gold grung kind of motions home must protect and along the edge of the clearing now in all in the trees you see like many more of of these green and and a few few red there's only one other gold uh, of these guys Falzerin you uh, roll me a a history check at 20 you immediately start rummaging around in, in your pack and you pull out this small metal cube that you stole from Sardos's shop. Sure did. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that that's it. That's them. That's where did you get what? that? I look over at Tuff to go, don't sleep with her tonight. <laughs> I wanna stick close to Gozer. She tends to stab people when she gets pissy. Drake down tower. Continue adventure. So as night finally comes, <laughs> you're as long as yeah, as long as you don't start like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shaft is poking you with my rapier. Yeah, you're close to getting pokey pokey, <laughs> stabby stabby. <laughs> So so night night falls. Uh, the glorious sun that you miss most of traveling through the covered forest sets, and you can see even from like twenty miles away, like this very distinct blue glow off in the off in the distance here towards where these towers are. And you actually can make out these towers. And Bryn, you like are actually uh, shocked that you can see like the structure of the tower like these towers seem even from this distance to be much larger than the ones they erected in the Phalaren forest like 18 years ago yeah yeah i thought it was just one 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 tower here there's two one two so but in the Phalaren forest that's the one that we stole like that's the one i did my job in yeah yeah that okay so there's a tower that's kind of south, mostly east, but east-southeast of us, and then there's one that's sort of like directly south through the forest. Is that what you were saying? We can see both of them? Well, we you can't can see, see the other one. We can see yeah, this you one. Yeah, can't, you can't really see the other one, right? Because uh, said we can see this one. Yeah. Maybe if you were further away from the tree line, you could probably no, see the just, glow above them. But You said towers, so I was just wondering what, what was... Mm, I don't think meant- it did. Thankfully, this is recorded, <laughs> and I will get my vindication. Anyway, so we can see the one tower, is what you're saying? Yes, you, you okay. currently see this one tower. Gotcha. Uh, you're right, I did say towers when I was describing the size. You said that these towers right. are bigger. Yes, I did. Yeah, they look bigger. So, yes, yeah, sorry, you currently can only really see this one that's kind of off to the, the eastern direction of where you are. Okay. And it's glow. And it looks it, it's surprising how big it is. That's what yes. she said. 
Okay, so um, what's the what's the order that we want to take watch in here, folks? Same order. Same order. Okay. Bryn looks over at Falzer and like, I'm watching out for everyone but you. Falzer and kind of <laughs> sheepishly looks down at the ground, kicks his feet in the dirt. Gozer's gonna pat the ground next to her and look at Falzer and. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't make eye contact. <laughs> if you're flirting with him, you have to let him know. Yeah, you don't want her to protect you overnight. No. No, the theft immediately sits in the spot that goes and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> looks, looks at Falzer and cross, uh, like crosses his arms. He's, he's upset and jealous. <laughs> Bryn takes her crowbar out of her burglar's kit and just starts like tossing it around and just like Looks bored, like she's passing the time. I'll take first watch. Okay. Yeah, first watch, uh, uneventful. And are you still kind of paying attention to, to like, Gozer? And... Yeah, I think, I think I'm still kind of a little bit freaked out about that whole experience, so yeah. And, uh, again, like, like uh, the previous night, she does seem to be sleeping soundly and, and, and peacefully. Okay, good. Who's uh, doing next? I think that's usually me, isn't it? Or is it Gozer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So I'm up next. Bryn wakes Falzer up by holding her rapier right above his face. Says, it's your turn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on? It's your it's your turn to do watch. Sheesh. That's some way to wake a guy up, Bryn. Watch out or you're going to get a clean shave. Like this party's falling apart. Anything happen on your watch? I was trying to think of something sassy, and I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. And uh, falls in your your watch, kind of ticks on by, uh, uneventfully. Okay. All right. So I I grab the longest stick I can find. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of nudge Gozer's big toe with it. Oh, you're not waking me up first. <laughs> no, you you gotta get up last shaft. So I I nudge Gozer awake and I tell her, um, you know, it's been an uneventful night so far, Gozer, it's your turn. Oh good. And I get I wake Thuffed up too, so he can come watch with me. I was gonna oh, say uh, Yes, King. Of of, co- of our, course King. Our, our watch. Bryn wants to be awake for uh Gozer's turn. So Bryn untrances herself and then uh Gozer's gonna look at Bren like what are you doing I just you know trust me no 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 no. you know trust me now Gozer I trust you I felt like I wanted to talk to you and see how you're feeling did you have any more dreams no Gozer fine go sleep you're fine Gozer fine are you sure Gozer half thuffed yeah he's worth he's he's pretty worthless sleep what Thuff, kind of weapon Thuff does Thuft have? Thuft's got a short sword and a, and a bow. Really? Thuft watch king. All right, I'm convinced. I go back into trance. Okay. <laughs> and uneventful again, and then uh, come to Shaft's shift. I make Thuft go wake up Shaft. Thuft kind of gets real close up to Shaft. His face is pretty close, to, and you kind of feel his goblin gross breath on your cheek. 
Small one, wait, wake up. King says wake up. Uh, uh, Isabella? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, uh, I'm soft. She was a doctor, not a dentist, so her <laughs> breath wasn't the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my turn. It's, it's, I, turn. I sort of look over and see if that, that blue light you said is still glowing. It's still going. Yeah, doesn't seem to have, have faded at all. It's just does it uh, pulsate or is it just a constant? It's a con- yeah, con- a constant light. Yeah, we kind of forgot to take a look at the tower at all on our watches. <laughs> did did we notice anything out of the ordinary? You, like again, the tower's you, you all notice like how it's still like it's the blue light has been constant throughout throughout all your shifts. Okay, the blue light special. You're yeah. much too far to see like yeah any, from twenty like, miles activity away. Activity from uh, yeah exactly. Well, maybe there's dragons flying around it. Who oh knows? my gosh, you really want to see a dragon in this? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to a dragon, you know, coming to help us out. To help us, maybe yeah, a right. cleric dragon, Leland. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna take my regular shift. Okay, and morning, morning arrives. And you know, as the uh, as a light, a light, uh, or not a light, a thunderstorm rolls in, and uh, it begins to have a heavy rain as as the sun comes up and, and morning morning arrives. I love a morning rain. You're asleep. Hey guys, time to get up. It's, it's golden day. All right. Finally. So you're just heading straight out of across this this kind of deserty landscape here. Yeah, I don't think we want to head any closer to the tower, and I don't think we want to head any closer to Zexa. So we're going to try to <laughs> bisect that as close as possible to the center. Is Goldham a walled city? Uh, I don't believe any of you have actually been to Goldham, so you don't quite uh, know what exactly the city city looks like. Okay. I guess I'll just wait till we get closer and we can tell. So, uh, okay, until you basically see a wall that you may need to uh, divert your path, you're just going to straight shot for the for the city. Yeah, yeah. Why, not? Yeah. why not? Yeah. So, um, I forgot to mention this, but while we've been walking through the woods, um, I've been keeping an eye out for any um, small kind of rocks that I could fit in the size of, uh, fit in my hand, about maybe a pound or so. And I want to pick up about five of them okay sure i mean you've had you've had basically two days of travel through this forest that you could easily have found you know half half a dozen of these what like fist-sized rocks basically yeah okay sure when when bryn notices him picking up a rock she's like oh he needs he needs friends (laughs) i like rocks i put them (laughs) in my socks Is that another Jolby tune? <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard that song? The rock no. song? I don't know what it's called, but it was, it was an actual song. I think it was like a kid's show thing. Nope. <laughs> I haven't, but I enjoyed your rendition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you uh, travel about like four or five miles here in, a, in, a, in an hour and a half-ish. And I think we're going to have to kick some of you guys off mic again. Oh, ah. So if everybody Ooh. but Falzerin could, quote-unquote, leave the room. Okay. 
how do I not hear what you're saying when I'm right next to you? You're gonna because there's to... another room you have to go into. Like I have to go outside. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'll let the dogs out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so Falzern, as as the the party is kind of traveling, in your bag you kind of feel like this like buzz, like. Similar, like you know, having your uh, like a phone in your pocket and it's on and it's like vibrating. Oh. And you okay. kind of realize though, it's more like it's it's like a vibrating in your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as you stick to your bag, you kind of pull out the this little iron, Token. like small piece of iron. Yeah, that you receive from from Isabella. Okay. Uh, uh, Falzern, hello, hello. Can can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Is this is this Isabella good? Oh, it it is, it is. Oh my goodness, it's been such a long time. It has. Are you keeping well? I'm I'm very well. How 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 are you? I uh. I, I would love to see you again. I've been well myself. Um. Been pretty busy traveling around, exploring this land, learning what I can learn. What have you been up to? Well, you know, this and that, this and that. Uh, I, I, I've actually met a friend of yours. Oh, is that so? Yes, yes. He, he said his name was Brindle. Oh. He, uh, he arrived in Zex shortly after you, you and your lot disappeared. Okay. Interesting. What did? What brought him to Zexa? Well, he, he of course was was looking for you, and oh. uh, unfortunately, I. Couldn't tell him much more, but uh, okay. He he, did, he has said he was in need to, uh, of speaking to you. Okay. Did he say where he was headed next? Ah, uh, I I really don't know. He he had as little information about where you disappeared to as as I did. Which direction did you see uh, him leave in? I I didn't I didn't see him leave the city, unfortunately. Okay. I had I had business elsewhere before he had to leave. Oh, I see. So I I. I heard, I heard a little bird say that you you had a visit to Victor. Victor, you have friends in Victor. Ah, I do, I do. Yeah, we. I was there not for very long, um, unfortunately. I, I know. I I did try to come and come and see you, but you were gone while before, by the time I arrived. Yeah, it was a it was a quick stop. We um we had to keep going. What's been what's been keeping you traveling around, sir? Well, again, it's it, it was you. I've been trying to get close enough where we can speak. Okay. For my little my little my little yeah. iron token I gave you. You have a message to give me, or some well, sort of I, information? I was I was very impressed with how you found my workshop. Your workshop? Yes. About you, you left it in quite quite disarray. Shafts told me he went to your clinic, but I don't remember any workshop. Oh, are you sure? You didn't see my my drawings, my papers. You again, you 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 guys left it in quite quite a ruckus, it seems. Where what where would this workshop be that you're talking about? Oh, maybe you can refresh my memory. You've you found my cave. A cave you where say. I do my my workings. Oh. Now, would you, would you not like to know more? I 
I see there are some things that you've taken. So you're trying to tell me that when I first met you, that that piecemeal beast that was um, kind of stitched together was something that you actually created. Is that right? It, it, it was mine. It was a failed experiment that got a, a little out of hand, I'm afraid. Interesting. But uh, that's not quite what I want to talk about, but are you not interested in possibly learning that necromantic magic yourself? I mean, you you did take my manual. From what I understand, that that's that's a type of magic that's quite dangerous, volatile, unpredictable, and very powerful. I'm I'm surprised that you would be dabbling in it yourself, Isabella. You know, as you as you saw, it it can backfire, and you know you could have been hurt by that first creature that you made. Well, uh, I, I do appreciate your concern. And uh, that's lovely to hear. But uh, that's why that's why I need you. You, I, There's something special about you, Falstrin. Please, tell me, where, where are you now? Perhaps we could meet. I think you might be overestimating my ability with the necromantic arts, Isabella. I, I don't practice much and haven't studied much about those that type of magic. And I don't think I'd be of much help to you. Are you sure? I mean, Sardo's body was missing when I got back to my shop, but you had nothing? I thought maybe you had taken it and, and, the, and the manual and made off. No, I, I certainly did not take Sardo's body. We, we um, don't have any use for corpses, you know. Like I said, not being the type of magician that practices a lot of necromancy... We have no reason to bring a corpse along with us. Well, p- perhaps I had your specialness all wrong. I'm I'm curious if you know anything about these paladins, Isabella. What do you what do you think of them? What's your opinion? I I don't really have an opinion. I mean, have you heard of They don't th- visit Zexa at all. Yeah. Have you heard of the rumors of the goings on in Goldum? It's not not far from Zexa. No. I, uh, I'm not quite aware. I mean, we've seen some people, uh, come to Zexa, running from Golem. Yeah. Some attacks going on down there? What do you have, that's what what's, I was, what's happening? That's what I was told in Victor. Apparently, Are, are Goldem, you in Golem? Where are I'm, you? I'm not, but apparently Golem's in quite a state, and it doesn't sound good. And I think these paladins have a lot to do with that these towers that are emitting this blue light driving animals, wild creatures and people perhaps as well crazy and destroying the wildlife I think that these people need to be stopped these paladins of cultists well all the more reason that maybe we should work together please, where are you? you say you're outside of Golden? Well, that's that's where we're headed, but we're not there yet. Oh, per- perhaps I can meet you there. I'm still traveling with the party I was originally with. I can't guarantee that they're going to be receptive to having a person added to our group. So oh, you, no, no, you no, may no, need no, to be we prepared don't, we don't for need that. Them. They're, they can't offer. What, what do they know of the arcane arts? It's you. 
You have the, the skill. Well, as much as, as much as I, really do. Have a fascination with the arcane arts. I've come to appreciate that. It's, it's helpful to have, companions along with you, that can, make up for your weaknesses. And help you accomplish what you're out to do. If I had been by myself this whole time, I probably would have been dead multiple times over. So, I don't intend to leave my group of adventures. I, I, I certainly understand that. But I could make up for your shortcomings. Well, I don't, I don't know that that's, that's for certain the case, Isabella. What, what I would say is, if you want to head to Goldham, you're welcome to, and we can cross paths again there, and you know, we can meet up as a group and see where the path takes us if we end up going together, and you're wanting to join us, and the rest of the party is agreeable. I don't have any good reason to object. I don't know if you have any hard feelings over, um, you know, us going into your workshop. Well, uh, as I say, you you did basically destroy it, and I did have to relocate. I'm afraid, but but all oh, bygones, they're bygones. I, I I tell you, it's it's you that is special, and I believe we can do great work together. Well, all the more reason to have a well-rounded group to be able to you know if i'm special and we can we can affect some change and perhaps get rid of some of these paladins stop them from what they're doing we stand to be even more successful with some some other people that bring some skills to the table uh, a big strong half orc a cunning rogue and uh well, a half <laughs> And Shaft. <laughs> you know Shaft. Of course, of course. What do you say? Why don't why don't we why don't we say we'll meet up in Goldham, Isabella? Okay, I, I look forward to seeing all of you again. Okay. We may we may be able to see you uh, within a day if you can make it there. Excellent. Well, stay in touch, Falzrin. Now, before I let you go, Isabel, what what do you know of of Chucky and um, uh, this Arcanist that that we ran into in town? Well, well, actually, they they've both kind of disappeared. I oh, I see. I assumed you did. Had, were you very close with Chucky? Major mission. Oh, I mean, he was a good waiter. Hmm. You weren't close friends, though. No, no, no. Just words in passing. Okay. Why is, is has something happened to Chucky? I mean, I I haven't seen him in Zexa for days. Oh, that's interesting. Did, did you did you think the Arcanist was um what he was doing was warranted choosing to, you know, basically exact law or be the law himself without any judge or jury? Well, I mean, I certainly wouldn't put myself in that situation, and he did steal from me. Yeah. Yeah, I did notice that some of the things he was wearing looked very similar to what was in your workshop. 
and I kind of assumed that that's where it came from. You you are correct. Very smart, Fawzan. Very smart. Well, why don't we plan to meet up in Goldham if our paths cross, cross and then we'll go from there. Okay. We'll see. I'll see you soon. It's nice talking to you, Isabella. Stay in touch. I will. And so all that whole conversation like that was all like in your head if I if I didn't make that clear. Right. The iron token that that she uh, she gave me was activated. Yeah, you seem to have gotten within range of, of its its radius kind of thing, right? Yeah. So the the rest of the party, as you guys are kind of traveling, you, may, you maybe notice Falzerin has a, a bit of a distant look on his face kind of thing. Maybe as if his mind's a little elsewhere as, as you're traveling. That's different That's does, different than usual? I'm going to... Does, does anybody say anything to me? What do you nope. guys think of that? No? Um, um, Leland, does the distant look on his face look different than usual? <laughs> I don't know. Does it, does Falzerin always have a goofy look People on his face? People of I always picture him being in his mind palace. tend to be in their mind palace. Mm-hmm. In case any listeners like Sherlock. were confused with what Elena meant by that. Yeah, mind palace. <laughs> I, I wouldn't call Falzerin intelligent, but... Hello. He's more intelligent than any of oh, us. Oh, I got a 16. He probably looks pretty close to normal. Um, okay, so... So, I'm, no, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I'm going to... After this period ends where I kind of seem distant and dazed and kind of not paying attention, I'm going to look around to everyone and say, So, guys, guess what? guess what just happened? Do you remember... Do you remember this little... I'm going to hold up this iron token that I have, or this metal token that I have. I said, do you remember where I got this? I honestly don't. No, I don't pay much attention to what you do. No? One of the magic, magic, so this, magics? No. Ooh, ooh shiny. Can, can I see? It. Can I see? And Thuff reaches for it. I grab Thuff from touching it. Oh, oh okay. I say sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, King. this is mine, Thuff. I grab for it. So this... <laughs> Thuff what, King? Thuff what? <laughs> Did you let me tell my story? No, I grabbed it out of your hand. Three I times at now. It. I thought you asked us to guess what happened. Goodness. You're not gracious. giving us a chance. I hand it back to you. I just wanted to look at it for a second. Thanks, Gozer. So this was given to me by Isabella Good. What? What? When this, was that? This is a token that she, I believe she crafted it. And it, it allows her to speak sort of telepathically similar to some magic that I that I know that allows me to speak telepathically with other people I believe is how it works um, just over the past five ten minutes she activated it because I must have been close enough to her range where it works it, it requires it's only got a certain distance it can be effective within and, and function and she has been asking where we've where I've been and also questioned me about going into her her workspace is, is I believe what she called it and what she was referring to is I the, knew it the cave is the cave you got to be kidding me she well, I assume you didn't tell her where we are right I didn't tell her exactly but she from what I can tell she seems 
to not be, uh, she seems to be friendly and wanting to help us. However, she could, you know, she certainly could be spinning tails. But she created cursed swords and dead, dismembered she, bodies. She's interested. And little in, hand things. Yeah. Yes. She claims that she has no ill intent and doesn't harbor any hard feelings against us for what happened in her in her uh, workplace that where we kind of ransacked it and broke a bunch of things. I killed well, her didn't crow. Know it was her place. That's right. She doesn't harbor any hard feelings against us, and she. She seems to be interested in me for some reason. She thinks that I, there's something special about me. Oh, some now we know she's lying. <laughs> very astute, Shaft. I kind of yeah. They, she can't be trusted. I I sort of felt that from the time I met her. Kind of give him a smirk and a sidelong glance. <laughs> so, where I left it was that she had she had requested to meet up with me, and and she claims that she she would be willing to join forces with me and go after these paladins of cultists. I told her that I'm not interested in abandoning our group, but based on what you guys think, we might be able to have a discussion about her helping us out in our quest to take down these towers. And I said, if she heads to Goldham, she might see us there. Oh, crap. Is the box that she gave you the same as these keys or boxes that you need? No, she light? gave me an iron token. She didn't give me a box. Yeah, so so what what, what she actually gave him is, is kind of like this, this circle, almost like uh, about the size of like a gold coin, uh, but maybe uh, three or four times thicker. It's just kind of polished. It's 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 like very like trinkety, almost like uh, like kind of in the shape of like a, a circular like medallion kind of thing. Almost. Why did we think you had a box? I do have one, and I stole that from um, the Sardo's magic shop. shop. Yeah. Did she pay bar tab? You know the bar the bar tab the infamous bar tab did not come up, Razor. Um, yeah. See, this is not going to go well. Now, if you're asking if we want you to go join forces with her, that might be up for discussion. Well, I Falser, told her we're avoiding Zexa because of whoever owns that cave. Why would we want to meet up with her? I mean, Gozer doesn't trust her. She you seemed friendly. You told her where we're going. No, yeah, bad. This is not going to be good. All I'm saying is, maybe she has, maybe she is willing to help us, and isn't. Maybe she is willing to kill us. It, if she doesn't have nefarious intent, we could use some extra magical help. She made flesh golem monsters. Yeah, she claims that, that that first one kind of backfired and She should not have made it in the first place. Well, Remember the, the the manual of flesh golems requires several level levels of wizardry above yourself. She is really skilled. She acted like she didn't know anything. Well, you know, she's she was doing this in secret and I can understand how she might want to protect uh, her secrets from people who she's just met. That doesn't necessarily I mean don't that feel she's got you trust ogres. Why would like I don't understand? Like you go up and think everyone can be reasoned with. <laughs> Some people can be reasoned with. But how we're back and tell her we're going to Victor. Yes. Here's the thing, guys. I think she might be beneficial to us 
to our to our goal and and our quest here. You want to go meet up with her? You go meet up with her. Goes or no trust her. Wait, I'll play this out. Why do you trust her? I'm not saying I trust her. I'm just saying let's see what happens. Let's go to Golden if our paths cross. You know, see see what she has to say. If she is interested in coming along and helping us and maybe adding some magic to the fight against these paladins. From what I understand, these paladins are not... There's many of them, and they have access to this blue magical force, or at least these towers are difficult to gain access to. They're powerful. We don't know what we're up against. She could be paladin. I had... You know, you know what? Before the conversation went too far, I asked her if she knew much about the paladins, what she thought of them, and I really get the impression that she doesn't know much more about them than your average person and doesn't have a positive impression of them. She could be trying to trick me, I'll admit, that's a possibility, but I think this is a bridge that we shouldn't jump to burning because she might be a powerful ally if we could get her on our side. What does she want what does she want in return? She offers nothing or she requests nothing in return. Just wants to help for nothing. She seems to be of a similar mind to me unless she's trying to trick me. She's interested in you know learning more about the arcane arts. She perceives that I have some knowledge of that, which is true. I've studied the arcane arts for the majority of my adult life. And I think she's hoping that she can learn some from me. And that's as much as I know. Well, I, I, if she's still in Zexa, that gives us a little bit of time if we get to Goldham to at least go talk to the mayor and, and maybe try to get some information before she makes it to Goldham. I think we'll beat her there. I told her, I didn't tell her exactly where we were. I told her if we could make it to Goldham within the next day or so, we might cross paths, so I was intentionally Unless a bit vague. Unless she has vague. another teleport door. Well, that's a possibility. <laughs> you stupid. Other than the <laughs> fact that she... Other than the fact that you think she wants to use your knowledge, why would she want to help us? If she's anything like me, she's interested in potentially any sort of adventure, even if there is a bit of risk involved, in order to learn more about the arcane arts, gain more knowledge of magic. You know, if if in fact the story she's trying to sell me is true, and she has similar interest to me, then it's plausible, I think. Well, I think the cat's out of the bag anyway. Let's go. I think... Your your guy's wariness is warranted. You know we don't have great reason to trust her, but at the same time, I don't think we have a heaping pile of evidence to suggest that she's. It's back to in get the us. cave. We have a heaping pile of bodies and hands crawling around. But we don't know that she's ever killed anyone. She sort of seems like an opportunist. Good she... people don't use dead bodies. Well. Necromancy, you know, has a bit of a bad rap. But <laughs> I think it's just misunderstood. For a reason. Uh, she's up to no good, that's for sure. 
Brutes. Well, like I said, I don't think there's much we can do about this at this point anyway. So, let's continue on with what we're going to do. And if we happen to run into Isabella... We kill her. And uh, we have to end up paying a bar tab. We kill her. Probably. Um, Leland, can I, ch can I check to see if, like, it seems like um, Falzern is, you know, embellishing or lying or hiding? Yeah, Aww. like... Well, okay, so um, if you think he is, like, adding more and making more of the story... I then think he's trying will... to sell it harder than, like, maybe there's... Okay, I got what you're saying. Okay, yeah. so why don't you roll an insight check, and Falzern, you can roll a performance roll. Well, I rolled poorly, so 11. What did you get? I got an 8. <laughs> so your insight is is high enough to, to understand that Falzern is being very straightforward with you, and that it seems like that's really what Falzern believes. Hmm. Okay. Have I ever lied to you before? It's Brent? what you believe. It doesn't mean that it's not de <laughs> deception in some way. Okay. Dr. Good. Good salesman. Basically, she's good at a lot of things. To summarize, <laughs> um, I've sealed our fate, whether we like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> now I believe you. Let's go. All right. <laughs> and, and that, listener and fledgling DMs, is why it's fun to separate party members <laughs> and isolate them and get... The actions and influence of one or more, one or two characters at a time, as opposed to a whole group. So, as you, you know, you guys have been chatting about this, and you've been marching on your way to Goldham, and you know, another two or three hours pass here, and you get about a mile uh, from the city, and now you're definitely close enough to to see its outskirts. And uh, like Zexa. Goldham does not have uh, an outer like per perimeter wall that kind of marks uh, the city boundaries. It's it's just kind of open, and Goldham seems uh, even from the distance you are viewing it from uh, smaller than Victor, but still larger than uh, Zexa. So as you uh, again you're within a, about a mile, you you start to see some. You are finally seeing the shape that that the city is in, and. So the, the lack of this wall, of course, makes the city much harder to defend against the attacks that... What are you doing, Elena? I just really don't want it to be down with the sickness. Oh. <laughs> I am also wondering what I'm she's sorry. doing I'm right just, now. You're so distracted. I was shaking my head for uh, all of you at home. I'm just like, no. I thought maybe she farted and it stunk really bad. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I no, you I'm just like, don't that. say it, don't say it. Oh, don't so say the, it. the lack of walls around the city it makes it much harder to defend against, you know, these rumored attacks um, that you've yet to really see full evidence of. But like, this is clearly, clearly a reaction to what's happening as you've seen like these makeshift, like, like, you know, like those spiky barricades that are kind of set up and many of them are like destroyed or in even various states of, of repair uh, and or like like construction since you're not really on the, the uh, any of the main uh, main road here you can see kind of in front of some of them too uh, like and there's some gaps in between them and it seems to be what looked like triggered pit traps uh, so there's just kind of you can kind of see just like there's clearly like a hole in sections kind of sprinkled all, all around. 
within this mile radius of, of this city. So you're just gonna keep on moving through. We don't here. see any. Do you see? We see movement. Do we see things um, when we get closer? You've seen no movement. Fires burning, like the the place has been. You know. Nope. Okay. Do no, I have any proficiency uh, in sensing traps as a rogue? Um, not particularly. It would be probably more. Uh, you'd be inclined more to disarm them rather than detect them. Okay. But you can. Certainly, uh, move cautiously. I mean, you don't know what else, what, however many traps, pit traps, there could be. You've seen evidence of, of these defenses that you certainly don't want to run into. So, you guys want to take like a, a, a slowed approach for this last mile? Yeah. Or how do you want to? How do you want to go? I'd like to test the ground in front of me with my um, quarterstaff before I take any I steps. Send, I'm going to be very cautious. Send Thuft out in front of us. Brilliant. Oh, no. You, you walk in front of us, Thuft. Just you you find sacrifice. any traps for us. Uh, oh, okay, King, okay. And he pulls his short sword, and, you know, he sees Falzern kind of poking the ground. He's going to start to mimic Falzy as he's going to be, what, how far ahead of him? Like 20 feet ahead of you guys? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, guys, do we Thuft. really want to sacrifice Thuft? Couldn't we just go to a main entrance? There's no reasoning with Gozer. Well... I don't mind do. taking time to go to a main entrance. Main entrance better? I mean, maybe. Maybe there's an actual in and out instead of a bunch of traps. Well, and from where from where you are, you're you're probably about equidistance from the main like road. This kind of uh, you know northwestern road that leads into Golem and basically the the limits of the city from where you're standing, and you can see these barricades kind of run, you know, sporadically all the way up to the road, basically. I say, Thuff, walk in front of us towards main entrance. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll meet I'm a new friend like Roland. So you want to head, nor- you want to head, like, north now up to the to the road? Yes. I would like to. What do you think, Shaft? I'm fine with that. There's no reason at this point that we should be worried about anything being here other than Isabella. But Thuft is still about 20, 20 foot or so so in front of us. Okay, so are you... Like, he would certainly prefer to move cautiously, but if you're ushering him to go, he's going to listen to you, which would decrease his perception chance of, of detecting something. Uh, if he wants to go cautiously, that's fine. I'm not going to hurry him. I just want him in front of us. I would like to note, if you want to tie a rope to him, and if a pit opens up underneath him, at least you could pull him back before he gets spiked at the bottom. Uh, was, if you want to do I that, that's fine. I don't that. think Gozer would think of it. No, I just said that. Oh, you're saying that a shaft? Yeah. Ah, say it I, again. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to, you could tie a rope to the little guy, and then if he falls into a pit, you can yank him. You know, like you did with me when I was trying to stay up on top of that wall cautiously, and you yanked me down to the ground. Remember that? Thuffed. Come here. Yes, King. Yes, King. Oh. See, he's 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 a little guy too. Tired. Yeah, Thuff, Let me give you a piece of advice. Don't yell or anything. You're gonna get yanked. <laughs> Tie a rope <laughs> around him and I send him out in front of us again. Okay. And he's kind of like poking the ground with his sword as you guys are moving. So I was gonna say, uh, at the pace you're moving, it's as if it's like difficult terrain, just moving cautiously. It's gonna give Thuff the bonus to his perceptions. So he's kind of just perceiving for traps and you you know you make it like another like 20-ish minutes and you're kind of passing you kind of near some closer to some pits you know that have already been triggered and if you if you 
you know, cautiously approach the edges and peer into them, you see like, uh, like wildlife, like, uh, like one's got a dire wolf in it. Uh, you know, a second one has like a bear. They look to be, have like been freshly trapped, like triggered these traps recently. And they're, they, they, the animals, they seem very like emaciated. And Thuft is leading as you kind of skirting. Basically, I imagine you guys kind of keeping this like perimeter of a mile-ish right outside of these barricades, um, trying to get to this main road. And Thuft, you know, he he strays a little too far into this kind of defensible area and critically fails trying to detect a trap. Oh no! And walks into this into a pit trap and he just one step and he just starts sinking look king king and he just falls so what kind of length of rope do you have on on theft the 20 foot i I was holding it somewhat tight yeah okay so as he falls why don't you make me a strength check to to catch him oh that's a 10 theft i have inspiration I think I might use my inspiration to save my thuft. Aww. <laughs> this is so heartwarming. No, no, that's, oh, that's a no. lot worse. Let's pretend we didn't. <laughs> okay, ten it is then. Okay, so again, his sudden drop, the, like the rope just like slides through your hands and kind of gives you a bit of rope burn before you finally catch on to it. But the rope stops sliding as thuft kind of hits the bottom of this trap. Oh. And... As you, oh boy, as you, (laughs) are you going to the, are you, so the rope is now like loose in your hands. Can I run over and try and help? I'm going to pull the rope up, like pull it tight as I walk over to the pit. Okay, make me, uh, make me a strength check. And uh, Falzern, if you're going to help, go ahead and make a, make a strength check yourself. 13. Oh, Falzern is not very strong. Falzern, it doesn't work out very often. (laughs) I got a three. Okay, so goes are your and falls are oh, so wait. you're falls are you I'm just adding my strength modifier, right? Not my proficiency. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, thirteen. Okay, so falls are you get you get to the edge of the pit and you're peer in and you see like Thuft is impaled by like two of these spikes. Oh Thuft. at the bottom of like this ten foot uh, ten foot deep pit. When you say impaled, do you mean like a just a flesh wound? <laughs> like like he took like seven points of piercing damage, which is quite a lot for a little cuff. <laughs> oh, but he is still alive. And unfortunately, though, Gozer's yank uh, a little a little rough, a little rough on the theft. What? And as you pull him out, he takes these barbed spikes are going to rip into him and deal a little more damage to him. Okay, just two more piercing damage as you hoist him out of this pit. And what was that? Nine total. I think he's got like eleven. Hit points. Okay. <laughs> but he's still alive. And <laughs> there's no inspiration. Thank you, King. Thank you, King. Thank you, King. Okay, do, do I have to keep looking for traps? No, no. And I pull him up and I untie the rope from him and I sling him over my shoulder and I start walking ahead. Okay. Give me your potion from the frogs. My potion. Yeah, give me your potion. It'll save him. My potion. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Give him your <laughs> <laughs> I can't no, believe both of our inspirations went to nothing. I was just looking at I have <laughs> false I have false life, but that only can be cast on myself. I mean, a good king would save a subject. That's very she's true. She's not Shaft. a good king, she's an evil king. Got him right here. <laughs> and I pat him on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's over my shoulder. 
Stuff's alive. Stuff's okay. Okay, so uh, now you're all kind of moving. Why doesn't the last, the last, uh, you know, few hundred feet here to get to this road? Why don't you all now make me perception checks of your own as you're moving? And uh, you're still moving at the cautious pace, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah, and yes. now I roll high. Okay, yeah, you can all add add a plus five to this perception check then. Oh, good. Oh, 23. 17. 25. Yeah, girl. Uh, Fourth 12. Okay, great. It was uh, to, it was only a DC 10 to detect the pit trap. Shaft, as you're kind of walking, just as you hit this road, you kind of take a step forward and you just kind of catch yourself before your foot comes down and you just move it over to your left a foot <laughs> and narrowly avoid, like, uh, now that you've you've seen it, it's just basically this um, like stretch of cloth kind of pinned over over a, a hole that's been dug and just kind of dirt thrown over it. And you guys make it to the to the road here and the road has it looks like it's been fr- it's free of barricades uh, almost as if um, the positioning of, of the barricades on the other side of the road here almost looks like they were trying to use the road as a bit of like a, a choke point for any amount like uh, any additional defenses as far as like people out there but you don't see any you don't see any people no people hmm so continuing uh, down this road I'm assuming right yep yep still at your cautious pace yep okay so to finish this last stretch of road you all make me another perception check with the plus five 21 for Falzer 25 24 yes. 12 <laughs> Okay. How come the one time I get a 20, it's Actually, not Actually, a ranger already? shaft. Yep. <laughs> well, you f- see that the road is clear of any of these pit traps or anything else. Again, like I said, no no barricades blocking it. And once you have getting, get up to these, up to the buildings here of the, the outskirts of this city, you, you see the buildings, like on the very edge of the city, they look like as if they've They've been destroyed. Uh, some of them are demolished, completely like fallen over. Why don't you all make me a an investigation check? Sixteen. Nine. Critical fail. Fourteen. Would be two. So Falzer and, and Bryn, you kind of uh, inspecting what's left of some of these buildings it almost looks like some of them have been purposefully knocked down like demolished as if again just to like create some type of some type of barricade or something to slow down the 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 onslaught of what's been what's been happening in this city as now you've you've kind of come upon this this large pile piles of rubble in between like ruined sections of, of building here I'd like to take a look and see if I see any tracks that I know. Uh, I do have Orc or Noel. I have their favorite enemy, so I just want to see outside of the of the uh, on the road if it looked like any of these beasts that were attacking the town were. Uh, your favorite enemy. Your favorite enemy was Orc or what? Orc or Noel, but those are just the two that I have. So I would get advantage to track or see if those were there. But sure, make a perception check. What's a knoll? A knoll is basically a humanoid hyena. Hmm. They sound friendly. So I have a 17. Not so, much. so you don't see any uh, signs of orc or knoll tracks, but you do find what look like um, 
You, okay, you find tracks, and they look as if uh, something that has like more than two legs have been making them, like almost like um, like very insectoid. Ah, like large, multi multi limbed, yeah, like multi limbed creature uh, ha- has made some tracks. In kind of the and kind of the the dirt and the gravel before you kind of really get into the uh, the demolished rubble of these buildings. Hey, I'm uh, checking out the ground here. It looks like whatever was attacking the city. At least there was a, a ton of these like insect type creatures, large ones as far as I can tell. Insect like from the barn. Well, I, I don't know. I don't think it's that. I think they're a lot bigger than that. Bigger than the barn bugs? Yeah. These are, yeah, pretty massive. I don't, I don't like the sounds of that shaft. I mean, it'll be a lot of butt lube, that's for sure. <laughs> if we crush one. Some butt paste? That's what it is, butt paste. <laughs> <laughs> so you do kind of see a, a path in between these two demolished buildings here. Why don't we actually bring you over to the map here I have. Ooh, you knew he would take take the road to Gotham. I planned, if in case you did. Basically this You tried to kill this, stuff to This evil map DM. that leads into the this map that leads into the city could exist on it on any part of the city we entered in. I mean that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you hush. It honestly just looks like a pile of rubble. Looks like a bunch of rubble. It's like mm-hmm. Saving rubble, Private rubble. Ryan-esque. Now, did you say that there there's sort of a clear path through this rubble? It's like stacked rubble. So like it's, it's you know, a little elevated. It's not just right. like, you know, walking on the... These are big, like, chunks of, of brick and, like, masonry. Okay. But, um, but we can kind of walk between the, the existing or the remaining buildings that are still erect. Yes, yeah, you see the kind of this gap in between these two. The buildings that look like maybe they were once connected, but they've kind of like caved in or been a, been attacked. Hmm. Is there a way that we could or I could investigate to see if there's any dead body parts or dead insects like trapped anywhere that like in this rubble that's close to us so that we can kind of see have... what we're dealing with? Sure, you want to get into the rubble and like pr- and look around? Yeah. Okay. I want to poke around the rubble and see if there's how, like how far how far do you want to walk in here? Kind of because uh, that'll kind of determine that'll kind of determine what I can really tell you depending on how far you go in. I want to go. Those are those two big chunks are like two big buildings, right? With like rubble That's between right. them. Um, yep. I want to go to like right between those two buildings. Stealthily, of course. So That's what about 30, 40 feet. Sneaky like. Uh, yeah, it looks like I could go my 35 feet. I mean, we're not in initiative, so I can go further, right? Or no? Yeah, so you want to try to be sneaky? I would like to be sneaky, yes. Okay, go ahead and uh, roll me a stealth check. And you actually... Um... 21 stealth check. Okay, sorry. Okay, so I'll keep that 21, but before you do that, as you step on to the rubble, you it's like... It's going to be constituted as difficult terrain, so it'll 
it costs twice the movement to move in one of these squares. So now one square costs you 10 feet of movement, basically, instead of five. Uh, okay. As it's kind of, it's a little unstable beneath you. But uh, yeah, you do make it up, kind of cresting this this pile of rubble. And go ahead and make me a perception check. Seven. Nope. Uh, nine. And you're looking for signs of like. I'm just looking for like creatures that signs these, of creatures that were on. yeah, like creatures that were trapped or like remains. Amongst the rubble in front of you here, there's you do see like there's a like kind of like an arm sticking out underneath from like this this big rock as if maybe some like a human got caught in in whatever happened here, and. Kind of uh, next to where this arm is sticking out, you you kind of see uh, almost like a difference in the rubble. It's very slight, but as if like maybe uh, like the ground beneath it is kind of collapsed. So this this little section of rubble has kind of sunk even further down than what the rest of it has has rested upon. Mm-hmm. What are the rest of you doing here? Um, I'm gonna go sit down by one of these rocks here. I'm not feeling real well. I'd like to uh, sit down and say, uh, hey, I'll watch Tuft if you guys want to go over. I- I'm not feeling really good right now. And just sit down. What's, what's wrong, Shaft? I just don't... I, I, it, it, I, like, I feel sick. Just all of a sudden, as soon as we got here? Yeah. You just give me a few minutes, I'll be okay. I'll, let me drink some water here and I'll be fine. You know half Thuft. What, you're gonna take Thuft with you over the rocks? I'm, I'm going to carry theft over towards the rocks, but just kind of looking for a way across. Just and Basically just watching Bryn see what she's doing. I'm going to, um... Yeah, Shaft, if, if you're not feeling well, I'll wait here with you until you're okay. feeling better. Okay, I'd like to take a moment out of game and talk to Leland separately. Okay. Yeah. Ah, all right. Yeah, I had a feeling... Message us when you're done. I will. Okay. So uh, my character at the beginning of the of the when we created him, he had a um, eye of scrying, which is this eye is a small token that I would like to sit down and I want to uh, expel one of the charges and try to see through Isabella Good's eyes and hear. We want to go over what scrying is real quick. Sure. Uh, it says, you can see and hear a particular creature you choose as in the same plane of existence as you. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, which is modified by how well you know the target and sort of physical connection you have to it. If the target know, you know is casting, see, if a target knows you're casting the spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants you to be observed. Uh, this could be interesting. Okay. So... I guess, just for understanding, if I try to expel one of these, it takes about 10 minutes uh, to do one of these charges, she's going to be aware that I'm trying to see, or this this invisible sphere um, appears, right? Yeah, so this is actually something that is a little unclear with the, with the scry spell, and whether or not its target on a fail knows it's being observed. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't really say anything in the spell. So I'm just going to say that if you're successful, does not know, it's the the person will not know they're being observed. 
Okay. Uh, but on a success, or a, sorry, on a, on a failure, like if, if the the target makes their saving throw, then they're, they're going to, they'll know like someone is trying to affect them somehow. Okay. Maybe not knowing, they won't know exactly what, you know, what is happening or who is doing it to them, but they'll know something is, is happening to them. So uh, why don't we make a case here for, well, okay, so you said this takes 10 minutes to do. Yeah, so I was, that's what I was going to, I sort of said I don't feel good. I want to sit down there for about 10 minutes and try to expel this and uh, expend, use the spell and see if I can see through her eyes. She has to make a wisdom saving throw, which I'm not sure what my DC is on that. I guess it would be, I don't have any wisdom modifier, so what is that, 10 plus, or is it 8? It'll be 8 plus your proficiency plus your spellcasting modifier. So it's a little it's a little different because like scrying isn't on the ranger spell list, right? This is an item. Right. So I'm gonna uh, the DC will be fourteen. Okay. Okay. Uh, so okay, so the problem is the casting time. Are you making it clear to the party that you're doing something, or you're trying to do this so they don't see it? I'm gonna try to do it so they don't see me, but uh, you know, if Falzern's gonna sit next to me. I'm just going to explain to him I'm not feeling good, and I'm just, I, I assume rubbing this, uh, it says it's, well, it's got verbal, semantic, and material, so I'm going to just explain to him how I am, uh, this, this is a little ritual that I do to make me feel better whenever I start feeling sick like this, and try to just play it off as, you know, I'm just not really casting a spell. He may understand that I'm casting a spell, but... Um, okay. Try to play it off. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> all right, well, you start casting it, and the problem is things are still happening, so 10 minutes casting time is a long time. So we'll see okay. what happens in 10 minutes. And I will figure out what <laughs> Isabel's good step luck is. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our show. Our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. For your own musical inquiries, contact jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. All other music and ambient noise is courtesy of tabletopaudio.com. The Encouragement Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. Visit criticalhitdesign.com for all of your graphic design needs. You can find more info on the characters and world at encouragementparty.com. Enjoying the show? Have any questions or rules corrections? Email us. Contact at EncourageableParty.com or reach out on social media. The Encourageable Party on Facebook and Instagram. At EncourageablePar on Twitter. Using the hashtag AfterPartyIP for a shout out during our behind the screen After Party episodes that drop every fourth release. Happy adventuring!